This is the Two Marketeers podcast, where hosts and marketing experts Sean Patrick and Lindsay Waugh seek to uncover what makes brands so powerful and how they impact modern society and culture. Hello. Am Hello, I allowed, marketeers? Am I allowed to call out a, a, an event that just happened? Oh, please. Happy birthday <gasps> to what you. What birthday? <laughs> Stop it. Thank you. <laughs> I Believe feel sad for not. people who are sad about birthdays. Birthdays are fun. Well, I, and I'm sorry. I just, people can be so funny about that. I'm more like, Hi. oh my God, I'm 53. How about that? Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't think I'd make it past 35. So 41's looking pretty good. Yes. Just to clarify, <laughs> Lindsay is not 53. Def what, how old are you, Lindsay? Not 53. Four, 41. You Thank much. you very much. 40. Got on the. All right. Yes, that's right. Hey. I mean, we're just constantly celebrating things. Last episode, it was celebrating the new year. Uh, now it's actually the new year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how's your new year? How's 2023 for you so far, Linz? It's great. 2023 oh, yeah? is great. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's great. I feel Good. like when this morning I was like, you know, when things aren't shit, they're great. <laughs> when things aren't completely awry. They're great. It's not even like, oh, a normal day is good. Like a normal day feels great. And we're in a normal day. We've been having normal days is what I think you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Like when the good. kids go to school, Yeah. nobody's sick and I can go to my office and do some work and we get to sit down at night because you're not fr like frantically running around. It's great. It's good. Uh, yeah, me too. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Are you recession ready? No, I think so. I think I am. I don't know. I'm just kind of setting the stage for what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. Because clearly we're coping. We're coping. Yeah. I think, I think yesterday, yesterday, I think when we were talking about, you know, this topic and revisiting what we're going to say today, you said something where that there was just this lack of gratitude. There's like an air of a lack of appreciation and gratitude. It's like, hey, man, for for parents of young kids, for people who are working from home, for people who have like changed jobs and done all that stuff, like little wins, celebrate those little wins. But yeah, we are going to get full on into recessionary mindset topic today. Full on. Yeah. All right. So let's do it. Lindsay. Yeah. So I float back home from this little throw caution to the wind extravaganza. <laughs> and I land back at my desk and it's just like every headline, email, trend report, LinkedIn updates, everything that you see everywhere, Apple news, all the stuff, recession, 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 get ready, get ready. Recession's coming, recession's coming. And I'm like, how, like what? It's just an interesting way to start the new year. Of course, recession is on everyone's mind, but I feel like typically at the beginning of a new year, you see so many new headlines, like new you rethink, 
refresh. It's time to revisit, reset the stage. And now it's just like fear, fear, fear. So yeah, I got the on status and, br- and brought that to Sean. And I was like, are you seeing this? Like, are you seeing all of these fear and doom and gloom headlines? Like what is happening? Yeah. But is it intended to create fear? I think it is. And we yeah. talk about how, how there are so many emotions that you can touch. I think we talk about this. I feel it as a consumer, like as a person who reads news, as, a, as an individual living the life I live, that's where it's coming from. What's right. interesting though is from a trends in our business side of things, I'm seeing it too. And it's that whole idea that you and I always say, like, there's what we're seeing and feeling as consumers first. Mm -hmm. And I think the industry now, the industry of marketing is definitely their big thing for 2023 is now we're here to talk about recession. So 2021 was about, you know, how are we going to get back on our feet back under us? And after what happened in 2020, and then 2022 was about, everything we learned in 2021 let's put it to the test and it was like okay mm-hmm. now it's like recession yeah yeah i just feel like oh clearly it's important i know it's, i don't know if it's a healthy approach well a lot of the conversations i was having with people over the course of the holidays was i want i need to be aware but i'm sick of being afraid so there's I think there's been years and years of fear kind of built up, which has led to that whole notion of distrust and the falling trust um, barometer and all of that is that people want to know what's going on. Like, is there, is there a new virus or how, what's the state of the economy? What's going on with supply chain? Like you want to be aware, but you're, it's hard to balance awareness and fear. And a lot of people, I think also what fueled our decision-making over the break as well was like, I want to be aware of it. I want to know what's going on, but it's sick of being afraid and I'm not going to be handcuffed by fear. So what do I do with that now? Yeah. So as I dove into this, so of course I'm just like, ah, I open my inbox. I see all the recession headlines and I'm like, Bleh. and then 10 minutes later, I'm like, all right, what are we talking about? Like I have to get back <laughs> in there. <laughs> I need, there might be a glass I, of wine between that 10 minutes span. I'm like, we're going to be fine. The cab says we're going to be fine. So then the strategist in me kicks in and I'm like, okay, I need to understand as much as I can about what's going on, especially when, uh, I mean, we've been advising brands on what happens during economic downturn for the last like couple of years. And if not like a decade before that. So yeah. it's not a new conversation, but I think, One of the really interesting things that I came upon, which makes so much sense when I think about it now, is this idea of a consumer recession. So a recession is like technically financially defined, right? It's like two consecutive quarters of economic downturn. I did not know that. I like that. Okay. Two consecutive quarters of economic downturn. Okay. Yeah. So that's how they define, that's how like financially you would define recession. So it's okay. like two consecutive quarters of economic downturn with regards to like gross domestic product. And typically that is combined with job loss. So there's typically like an unemployment rate rises at the same time. So pe- there's less money, people are making less money and there's less jobs. Right. Um, is how you would typically <laughs> define that. Um, but 
so I started researching of like, well, what's going on right now around recession, especially like the United States and Canada are so closely tied with trends and things like that. So when you right. see something happening in the States, six months to two years later, it's typically happening in Canada. Um, so you kind of like follow what's going on in the States with regards to recession, what's going on in Canada and how are those two things kind of linked together. Um, and I was looking at this one article from Nielsen IQ, which is like Nielsen is probably the world's leading consumer intelligence company. Correct. And the, the way that they kicked off this article talking about recession, and this was in the fall of 2022, so just a few months ago, they started with like, it's an odd time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, isn't it? Like, That's a great word. I love that word. It? Because there's no, I feel like, like there's no certainty anywhere. It's not like we are in a traditional recession or we are not in a recession or inflation is going to go up or down with certainty. It's like, we are in an odd time. I love it. Like, odd. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what they went on to say was that this recession is not a lot like others due to the interesting thing happening with employment. So. This is in the US, this is not in Canada. So the US is technically in a recession because of the two consecutive quarters of economic downturn. Okay. But the jobs aren't following. So it's not, so the unemployment rate is up, but also there's a large demand for jobs and the same right. in Canada, right? Yes. So like we are also in economic downturn um, and the unemployment rate is going or is higher than typical, but there's also this massive demand for jobs and a lack of employees wanting to fill them. So this is where it's like, these things aren't necessarily matching. There's some like COVID trends that are flooding into what would be a typical or traditional recession, they call it, um, that aren't necessarily aligning, which is why it's an odd time. <laughs> Wow, this is cool. This is a, then it's therefore, cool. then therefore, then therefore, Lindsay, this would be a societal and cultural factor of why is this happening? We don't know the answer, right. but it's like, yeah, the dynamic is there is a societal or cultural dynamic that is shifting mm -hmm. about, well, there's unfilled jobs. That's the part that I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. the, it is odd. It's odd because people are changing what it is they want. Yeah. And you even see like recently in the headlines, like, um, you know, some of these big organizations are doing massive layoffs and of course they are, but there's all because of the recession or, or pending recession in Canada, but there's also, yeah, this like massive unfilled employment market where jobs are available and people are not filling them. So it's not, right. there's a lot of non-traditional factors taking place in this recessionary time compared to previous recessions. One new factor, there's a lot of available jobs. I guess the question is- Is that interesting? Why? Right. My observation is there are definitely people not taking jobs, obviously, but I really got to question the, 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 the practice of recruiting and is it, you know, does other, you know, who's leading in that? Because there's got to be some new science and, mm -hmm. and examples out there of more why. Yeah, where's the disconnect with employment? Yeah. Right. I don't think anybody knows what they want. And that brings it back to what you said, the uncertainty. There's just so much uncertainty. Yes. Decisions are not being made. Yeah, 
And it's an interesting time to be a consultant who also, you know, um, not only works for brands, but takes on like freelance contracts as well, because I've been speaking to so many of my clients who are like, will you come on while we figure out what to do with employment? So there's even a lack of commitment. And no, like you said, knowing what you want from an employee perspective, from an employer perspective, like there's so much uncertainty of like, who's the best to bring in? How are we going to solve this problem? Are we going to afford these employees? Can we not? Are we making our teams too big? Yeah. So when I'm seeing these headlines and we've been talking about recession for a long time, it feels like as a person, we've been talking about this for a long time. And even like six months ago, I said to my husband, I was like, are we not in a recession? Like, how do we people keep saying there's going to be a recession? I was like, are we not there yet? Like, what is happening? And that's when we discuss like, okay, of course, it's the two, it's technically the two quarters of economic downturn. Okay, we're not there in Canada, specifically. We're not? Okay. But what they, to my knowledge to date, I don't, I'm, no, I'm not a financial fine. advisor. I we're just know. marketeers. <laughs> we can make yeah. it up. I mean, uh, what the interesting thing is, is that they say we are in a consumer recession. So I was like, what the heck is that? Like, what's the difference between a traditional technical financial recession and a consumer recession? And when I learned a little bit more about this, it's around mindset and what people feel. So people feel like we have been in a recession for an extended period of time, even though the financial aspect of it has not technically caught up. Right. So when you see all these headlines and you're like, we're going to be in a recession, we're going to be in a recession, the behaviors shift in advance of the financial proof of being in a recession. So what you're saying is, we're, we're in, are we in the midst of the behaviors that consumers are exhibiting? It just hasn't yeah. affect, it hasn't hit the sort of economical fiscal side of things. Correct. In Canada. Uh, so in, in the US, they, yeah. So six months, a year ago, people are like, oh my God, we're in a recession. Like it's like chicken little, the sky is falling. And so they changed their behaviors in advance of there actually being a traditional financial recession. So people like cut back on spending money. They check out like different prices in grocery stores. They look for more promotions. Maybe they take less trips. Maybe they eat out less. They become very selective. Yeah. And so the behavior shift in advance, which I think is really, really interesting. Like we're out of this kind of reactionary uh, position as consumers to wait until like the crud hits the fan. It's like, let, we see the headlines and we start to change earlier than we've changed before, which I'm like, exactly. I feel like we've been in a recession or a recessionary mindset as consumers for six months to a year or more already. What I would say is this, I am hearing a lot around, I don't have any money. Potential client, it's always mm, okay. Like budgets or yeah. personal? Budgets are non-existent in, in the world that I'm seeing. So it's always about, we don't have the budget, but to which, you know, my answer is usually like, well, I hope you're paying for this coffee. Nice to see you. No, I, I am hearing that literally. Usually there's a this, mm -hmm. that, and I'm very upfront about value and, you know, no right away. So that if you want to keep having this conversation, I am happy to help, but paid help is very different than advice help. 
and mm -hmm. that's you know it's 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 that way i'm helping people but i gotta know the context of where it starts and where it ends and i'm feeling very selective myself to say like okay well whether it's true or not all these people are acting like consumers in a recession and it's like well thank you Lindsay, because i didn't know that they are literally nor did i potential clients and and decisions are not being made is what i would say I'm struggling mm -hmm. with decisions being made, especially now where right before the holidays, everyone's like, yeah, let's get this done and decided. So we start the new year off, right? S majority of the time we've come back and it's been like, uh, I don't know if we can do this now. Let's regroup. Mm -hmm. So if that's mm -hmm. happening to me and that's fine, I mean, I'm trust me, it, 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 it definitely hits my bottom line, but it's, it's more of like, okay, well, the way I always look at something like that is bullet dodged, right? Like it's about how mm. the work you do, how do you value it? How do you make sure you get them what they want and protect, you know, protect the value that you bring. And it, so, so I'm set up for that, but I would say for anyone who's in the kind of position, whether you're a consultant, whether you're a freelancer, I, I, I I'm going to guess you're feeling that sense that it's like, no one's committing. And why is all this stuff being delayed and yeah i feel it and it it creates just i think consumer uncertainty and just people in the world uncertainty <laughs> like they were even saying um i was reading something about how like sure gas prices are slightly coming down but food prices are consistently rising and so even if some things are looking better some things are still looking worse so people just don't know what to do they don't know what to believe what you just said, we talked about this. If you look at the human, where's the humanity? And maybe that is the way to start. Mm -hmm. Can I yeah, talk about I my that. stuff? Please. Yeah, please. <laughs> so the trigger to my side of it, this whole topic, I, uh, it was, you know, Lindsay sent a bunch of stuff and there was this one document that I just loved and it's called, um, the most contagious, I think, is that the, that's the name of from a agency? company called contagious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're, if you want to be up and up on trends and all these things, follow this company called contagious. They do uh, great reports and newsletters. And Excellent stuff. Yes. Uh, not unlike at the same level as what I would say, the brand intimacy stuff that emblem is doing. So it's, you know, it's your typical report of, you know, who's doing it right. Who could do, you know, what are the innovative things, but there was hmm. one section page 34 kudos to me to getting to page 34 um and you printed it just the two pages you don't like have it on your bedside table i'm gonna read this contagious report i do that sometimes <laughs> anyways i wanted to distill this okay there's some really good points here that i think we mm. completely stand behind and what i love about it is it talks about the human aspect of it which I think if you understand yourself and others and get to that level of like, what are we feeling, mm -hmm. right? And you have the option of creating fear or addressing and understanding that fear is an emotion we're feeling, then mm -hmm. how do you address that? And that's the, that's the jump from fear mongering, I think, to uh, empowerment, enablement, I think. Yeah. I think the best part of being a strategist is that, like you just said, the human aspect of it, you learn these things through your job and then you realize why you are personally behaving the way that you are. So when I read this thing around consumer recession, 
I'm researching it for work. And I'm like, that's why I've been feeling like we've been in a recession for the last six months to a year and I'm sick of being afraid. So it's so cool because you get to understand things about the world and then understand things about yourself. Yes. And I think when the world says recession, get ready, what's the best thing for companies to do and specifically brands? So it's, it's great. We'll, we'll, we'll put the uh, link to the PDF up. Overall, I would say, you know, can we be more authentic? And, you know, it's a word that's been used, but there's a, there's a level of authenticity in your intentions as a company that's hard to look at. It's hard to challenge and it's hard to question. But I would say this is, I think, where from this report as well, this is where we're seeing um, some logic in what I would say is insanity. And, you know, personal experience, when there's an opportunity to do business differently is what I would say, that's what you should do. And what I love about the kind of stuff that Lindsay finds is it's big brand stuff, right? This is this is because it's in big brands, not that big brands are doing it right. But of the big brands, the ones who do it best are the ones that really put it to the test. So with this recession ready approach, essentially what it says is three points, work out what you can do to help. As a brand to people. As a brand to people. Not as a group of people trying to accelerate ROI or improve the bottom line, or it's about brand love. You're a bunch of people. We're all people. And it's like, why? That doesn't, strategically, that doesn't make sense traditionally in bottom line. It's like, because if you don't find where you can help, people will be ill. People will die. People will have unhappiness, whatever, to whatever level. And aren't we all just human? And it goes in Mm -hmm. to just say like, it's, it's a bad business decision. We get it. And then they say, but that's what brands have to do. And it doesn't have to be saving lives, but every little bit, you know, buying that lipstick to not compromising on that Starbucks coffee. Do you, do we understand the power that a brand has in the little ways? Mm -hmm. So that's where a lot of people just leave the room. That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Don't we just want to help people? I have such a good example of this that I experienced the other day. Can I share it? That, um, that, uh, directions app ways. Do you use ways? I don't, but it's great. Yeah. Obsessed. I put it on all the time just for rerouting all of those different things. When I was sitting at a stoplight the other day, it asked me because I was close to a gas station to input the gas prices. So, and it said, help your fellow Wazers understand where you can get the cheapest gas, right? So I'm like, that has nothing to do with directions. It has nothing to do with their business of trying to get people from A to B quicker, but they're thinking to themselves, Hey, you know, people are trying to figure out gas and gas prices are constantly rising. It feels like, how can we help people figure that out? It's one data point, but they had to make an effort to do it, put it in their app collect the data, all of those different things. And it's such an amazing example of a brand who's not in fuel as their business, you know, and they, this one simple question, I was like that, I will do it because I want to help people. And also I want to know. Yeah. Waze is the leader. Absolutely. Everything good that happens in other map technologies is typically because Waze made it, brought it to life. Yeah. Phenomenal. Carefully. I love that. I love that moment though. Um, 
here's one I, I don't think we have to ex- talk about because we talk about it all the time. Remember your brand spend works in the long term, not the short term. Lindsay, no, you're not allowed to go on about it. <laughs> long term. Yeah. Long term. Can I say one thing on it quickly is that in this moment in time, you're going to be tempted to turn it off, turn off the spend, turn off the budgets, don't do nothing. If you can afford it, do not turn it off. You will be ahead in two years. Not only will you be tempted, you will be told. Do what you can to not turn it off and you will come out ahead. Good point. And they say, I thought it was pretty bold that basically brands who did not over this last three years, brands that did not reduce, I hate saying spend, but it is a spend when it's tactical, brands who did not reduce their investment in brand succeeded. That's what they say. There wasn't like a, there was a 22% uplift in blah. It was like Mm -hmm. brands who've done it succeeded. And it's not going to be three months from now. And it's happened time and time again during economic downturn. This is not just one example. Okay. Thank you, Lindsay. Soapbox. (laughs) This one is really Don't turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) This is really great. Stay really close to your customers. Yes, it matters all the time. So this all, like, I just think it's really great. If you were a a local grocer, Right? I say grocer, like mom and pop shop, fruit market on the corner of Kensington and such and such in, in, in Toronto. It's like, this is, this is what we love. It's simple. If you don't like to ask the question, how can we help? Are you open to it? Because what it's saying is, it's the opportunity for brands to be ready for the future because there's going to be all mm. these deep connections that have been made when people have you've turned their fear into relying and trusting that you are helping them to get there and yeah. then all the competitors will be like oh you know what we need to do and they'll try and replicate tactics without changing the way their company works mm-hmm. what did we call it the other day the brand audition yeah Bra- yeah, you are auditioning for consumers' love and attention right now, whether you know it or not. You're going to be auditioning. I for love that question. How can we help? I feel like even as you know, brands and organizations are pushed internally and are going through hard times. Sales and marketing coming together, operations coming together with you know, HR and everyone, even asking each other internally, how can we help? How can we help you? How can we come together? as we all try and understand our customer more and push that value forward, what can we do as a unit? You know, but that's, those are questions we have been challenged with a lot over the year, if not longer. And I have not seen the best results because of it's a mindset. So you have to understand the mindset first before you can ask them to change how they do things, marketing, Mm -hmm. sales, operations, they're, 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 they're different in every company. They have, you know, they have different cultures that's, and that's the big, we mentioned it last week is that's the dynamic that might have to, Hey, I know operations people who have a wonderful marketing mind. I know marketing people who have a wonderful sales mind. I, I, I question that, you know, one of the big things I'm excited about is how will that change? Because it has to change to suit the people, not the other way around right now, the struggle and not filling jobs is because I think the jobs 
don't align with the people's needs, even in their role or position. Mm. That's my speculation. Interesting. So anyways, soapbox. Um, three things. Be helpful. Take an approach of helping humans before bottom line. That's mm -hmm. long term. That's how you do this long term. Right. right? Because point number two is brand is long term. Number three, as a brand now who can connect emotionally with consumers, stay close. Love a tidy three. I just want to read this bit. Sure. These are the moments when we get to work out what kind of marketing people we are. Are we the kind who only prosper in good times and put their profits before their customers? Or are we the kind of marketers who can thrive in tough times and genuinely put our customers first, using the resources of our businesses to help make lives better? Amazing. Perfect way to end this episode. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you. Fight the fear. <laughs> be helpful help others yeah be helpful exactly ask what you can do to help and deliver on that consumer recession consumer recession look it up we will share more on it look it up <laughs> Bye, marketeers. have a great week marketeers thanks for listening to the two marketeers podcast new episodes launch every two weeks Find the Two Marketeers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you like to listen. And be sure to rate and subscribe. Listen on our website, thetwomarketeers.ca, or you can ask Alexa to play the Two Marketeers podcast. Want to keep in touch? Follow the Two Marketeers on LinkedIn or at Two Marketeers on TikTok. We've always got something to share. This podcast is over. <laughs>